Do you want to reach your next level in business and health? Do you need help unlocking your potential and taking action? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Empowered Life Podcast, a podcast that empowers women to change physically, emotionally, and financially and live a life they love. Now, here's your host, Lisa Pizek. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Empowered Life Podcast. And today, man, I'm so excited to be here with my good friend, fellow coach, Kim Gorski. I cannot wait to tell you all about the amazingness of who this lady is. But first, let me just say, Kim, welcome and thank you for being on my podcast. Hey guys. Oh gosh, I'm super excited and just right off the bat, like, I don't know how, like, people don't just, like, gravitate you on, like, a daily basis. Like, your enthusiasm, it's like, look at that. I was like, let's do this. I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you. It's like when you get two women together that want to give and serve and keep it real, you cannot help but be excited about that. So let me tell you about Kim. So Kim Gorski is from my old neck of the woods, Pennsylvania. Uh-huh, PA, what, what? She is a empathetic empowerment coach, an empathetic empowerment coach. And we're going to dig a little bit more into what that exactly means in a moment. She is a health, fitness, mindset, wellness coach. She has the Balance Over Perfect podcast. If you are not subscribed to that, it is amazing. So please go and do that. Um, She is a social media and marketing consultant. And I have to say that this podcast would not be here if it was not for Kim. She is the one who helped me get this bad boy up and going. I am forever thankful to her for that. And just a quick little backstory. It was the first time we were doing it. And Kim legitimately just spent like an hour and a half or however long it was out of her day. It was three hours. (laughs) I'm trying to forget how long that was. It was like three hours. And she was like, yeah, cool. Let's just do it. And I know how much, Lisa, you want to serve and give, so it's important for me to help you get your message out there. And it was like for no other reason than just paying it forward and being the awesome woman that she is, she just gave out of the goodness of her heart. So I just think that speaks testament to the woman you're going to get to know over this next you know, 45 minutes or so. She is a self-taught graphic designer. How many people shy away from anything graphic-related or computer-related, right? Social media, marketing, graphic design. Kim's like, I need to master this if I want to serve on the epic levels that I want to serve. So she dove in and she's taught herself and she's freaking incredible. Now, some interesting funky facts you have to know about her. So she is a proud wife to her hubby, Steve, who she met on the soccer field in college. And he is a soccer coach, yes? Is what? Yeah. yeah. So he gets to impact a lot of young lives there. Like just great role models, your, your husband and you are. And you are a fur baby mama. You've got the rap family. So the dogs are, wait for it, wait for it, Biggie Smalls and Jada Kiss, and the cat is Dr. Dre. Of course. So if you don't love Kim by all the things I just told you, especially the rap family, I don't know what's wrong with you because she is the true picture of just keeping it real, people. And in this podcast, that's what we want to talk about. How do you keep it real specifically with social media? Because a lot of people 
have different views about social media, who they should be, what they should say, what's taboo, what they should put out there, what they shouldn't put out there. And people just overthink the crap out of what they post and what they put out there to represent themselves. And a little bit of that is maybe not knowing who you are and ever taking that time to, you know, dig in. And a lot of it is just overthinking it because you're worried about judgment or you're worried about whatever the heck it is. But the fact of the matter is, if you want to get ahead in business, you got to be on social media. If you want to have deeper connections with people, you got to be out there connecting with people. And there's no better way other than in person to do that and tell your story than social media. So I'm going to throw it over to the expert here. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Some of the things I love about Kim, you will find Kim dancing on social media. She loves to dance. You will know that about her. She loves pizza, and she is not afraid to hide it, even though she is a health wellness coach, right? Very taboo. Oh, what do you mean you like pizza, right? No, it's like there can still be balance in this life. That's where the whole balance over perfect comes from. So Kim, you have really owned being authentic on social media. And I think so many people, maybe not even in social media, just in general struggle with being authentic. So what were some of the first things that you did when you were like, okay, if I want to be authentic and feel okay with who I am, how do I kind of find who I am? So what were some of the first things you did to figure out who the heck you are? I love that question, but I have to take a second and say, I just love you. Oh, you just, you know how to make women and men, uh, you know, just feel amazing to me being a woman. Um, just feel, <laughs> oh my God. And, and, and honestly, you know, it's, it's a pleasure to be on here. So I'm just uber, uber grateful. So thank you. But, um, I love that question because it, I always have to kind of go back to, when I wasn't authentic, you know? And so it, you know, and I think it's something where, you know, we, we beat ourselves up for it. So if you're at a place right now that you're on social media um, or you're not, and you know, you're just trying to live that authentic life, um, we have to understand that there's gonna be times in our lives that we aren't authentic. Mm -hmm. um, and there's gonna be times in our lives that when we are trying our best to keep it real and be that person that we are exuding everything is that you're going to have those moments still, you know, and I, and I find uh, social media as one of those tools for me because when I put up something like a post or, you know, we have Instagram stories, Snapchat, whenever you're hearing this, we'll probably have like something so amazing, <laughs> totally different that everything I say is going to be completely irrelevant. No, actually <laughs> this all stuff is what I love about social media is that I like to teach it on. It will always be a stable for you, something foundational, because the tactics will always change, but the way that you show up as this authentic or inauthentic self is always going to still stay the same. And so when I thought of what I wanted to do with social media, and it actually clicked for me about a year into being online health and fitness coach, mm -hmm. um, because I wasn't on social media, really, like I kind of just was on there just to see other people and, 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 and post when um, I was drinking, honestly, you know, it's like, if I want to be really real with it. So my journey started about four years ago and, you know, social media, especially with Facebook has been around for what, uh, what since 2005, I think it was a sophomore or freshman in college. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't really utilize it to what we are talking about today. So I can really start four years ago. And, and when I think about the authenticity 
then to now is that it was authentic. I was, I was doing my best with the tools and the resources I had. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when you say the, the should and the shouldn't that always for, for, for how I teach always gets me in the gut because it's probably one of the first things that people ask me to teach on. Can you please teach them on um, the should and the shouldn'ts of social media? And I'm like, mm-hmm, you're going to really hate this. Coming out of my mouth next. You're going to really hate what I'm about to say because what is not helpful um, for social media in general and honestly as a human being, so you're going to hear me say that a lot, like, because I look at social media now as it is real life because it's, it's where we do our work. It's where we inspire, empower, educate, all this kind of stuff. And, and, I, and I'm really hoping that's how you're showing up in your life. And so when I, they, I get on this call and I'm all excited to tell them about the shoulds and the shouldn'ts and I literally say, there actually is none. And it's like, silence. <laughs> and the person that asked me to come on, they're like, damn it. Like, I knew I shouldn't have asked her to come on. But I go really quickly into... Something that I learned so, so critical in my, in my, in this development is from Susan Fowler. She has um, a book called, um, why motivation doesn't work. And this does. And mm. she has this framework off of, um, that she talks about throughout the whole book. And she's a psychologist and, and speaks all over the world. Um, and she has this framework called ARC. And, and I, and I started to relate this to social media. And so what ARC stands for is autonomy, relatedness, and competency, and that's where people find motivation. That's where people want to find authenticity, like, and, and find what they want to do on social media. So when I think about that should and the shouldn'ts and the how to be authentic is, are you doing that autonomy? Are you choosing to show up exactly of who you are? And we'll talk about that, you know, a little bit later, but then, but like how that really entails. And then are you even relating to your social media? And that was a big wake up call for me. You know, I was like, uh, no, I, I really want to have ice cream and pizza, but I'm a health and fitness coach. So how am I going to able to relate to everything needs to be in these cups and perfect and all this kind of stuff. And so I'm like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not relating to that post. Mm-hmm. And so then you go to the competency, the belief, you know, the belief that your social media, the way that you are showing up authentically, do you believe in it? You know, do you believe that it's actually helping someone else? And I always go from the rule of thumb of, does it help you? Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's amazing because it's, that's where I started my social media. Did it serve me? And people are like, oh, that's selfish. Well, no, you, you really do have to take care of yourself before you even serve anyone else. And we all know that. And then if you serve one more person, you now have two. Mm-hmm. One is greater than zero. And I learned that from Gary Vee. And, and if we start to look at our social media and our, um, the way we show up and we just look at one better than zero, the likes and comments won't even matter. You know, hundred mm-hmm. percent. And I love that you were talking about catch all those moments. Like even where you were four years ago, mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, I was drinking beer or I was drinking and I was like partying and I was a college student or whatever. You were a college student four years ago. No? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, you know, it's like you kept it real. And then you create this beautiful story where people are like, I know where you were. Mm-hmm. And I know where you've moved to and I know how you've evolved and they just get to know you through that story and through keeping it real and through struggle and through success. And, you know, there's nothing worse than, do you ever have that feeling where you like, you think that you know somebody because of how they portray themselves and then you get to know them and you're like, hmm, you are not 
what you say you are, or you are not who you say you are, or yeah. the values that I thought you were are not you. And then you almost feel a little bit, you don't know what to do with that then, right? Because yeah. you're like, do I want to be your friend? Do I want to do business with you? Do I want to hang out with you? I thought you were this, but now you're actually this. And I was saying that when I first met you for one of the first times, you know, I mean, we met before in person, but I feel like last year was when we really, truly got to like sit yeah. down, have a glass of wine together and really chat. One of the first things I said to my husband was like, she is the real deal. Like she is like what you see is what you get. And that was something about you that I really admired is I was like, yes, you are it. You are what you portray on social media. You are the real deal. And I think that's refreshing for a lot of people when it's like, yes, I want to spend more time with you because you are authentic. And I know you talk a little bit about values, like your, your, and let, let's, tell, let's tell them about the little test that you put me through. Yeah. Like, I'm going to put you to the test. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to ace it. And <laughs> what was the exact question you asked me? I, I said, who, Lisa, if I could just ask you, who, who are you? Who are you? And I'm like, oh, that's easy. I'm like, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a coach. You know, I'm like, yes, I was a recovered people pleaser and, you know, procrastinator and perfectionist. And, you know, but I do this and I coach women and I'm in business and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, what did you say? Tell them what you said. I, you know, what's amazing. I was like, you know, what's amazing about this, Lisa? You know, I totally build you up. I'm like, you know, what's amazing about this? You completely said it all wrong. <laughs> What do you mean, right? And tell them a little bit about why I said it all wrong and what that means. Yeah, I mean, and also to just piggyback of what you just said too, because it, it really dick pig. You know, we're going to go into who you are, and um, the best compliment you can get from someone. So I appreciate that. The best compliment you can get from someone is that I really do believe you are the same person on social media in real life. Because mm -hmm. you know, if you're on, if you are someone that works online you know, it's, it's, it's going to unravel at some point. Um, and, and what I mean by that is that you're not going to be able to keep up with that empathy. You're not going to be able to keep up with that understanding. Um, you're not going to be able to keep up with that, um, you know, that person that wants to be silly and dance and funny. So when, you know, I ask people who they are and I, my, a lot of my clients struggle with this and, and understandably because I don't think we're, we're really asked this really in life. Um, and so the reason why I um, gracefully told Lisa she was wrong, um, <laughs> she actually wasn't wrong. It's just that really how in society, that's how we show up is what you do. Mm -hmm. And so that's what, what she does. And, and yes, it's her identity. It is. And, and the reason why I don't ask it in the sense of, what are your values of you? That's a different, that's more direct. And I sometimes I'm not that direct and sometimes confuse people, which I think is really fun. Um, and sometimes I wonder how I have people view or listen to my podcast. Oh. <laughs> but the, the who you are um, really goes down to those pieces of, you know, are you like, I'm compassionate, I'm empathetic, I'm understanding. I, I say this with a lot of fun and humor. I'm cynical, but with a positive twist because mm -hmm. um, it's still me. And then I'm funny, loving, and driven. Those things right there, is that being exemplified on your social media? Because that's the stuff that connects people to your stories. That's the stuff that connects people to wanting to actually work with you and trust you. And I think that's a very hard thing on social media for people to trust you. And so when you get someone 
this is so generational. And sometimes I'm like aging myself, like slide into your DMs. Like, I think that's actually considered dirty, but I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> oh, but go into your messages, go into your stories, your um, Instagram stories or Snapchat and say, um, I, you know, I, I get you or you under, I feel like you understand me. That's when you know you're being true to who you are because the, the being true to who you are is how you're going to attract those people. Yeah. And then you put that, you know, stigma, you know, that you need to be this person, especially like in the online health and fitness world and, um, you know, the business coaching world, you have to have this beautiful backdrop, like perfect form, perfect everything. Hence why I, I created Balance Over Perfect because I'm like, there needs to be a stop to this madness. Yes. Because it cripples you. Yes. That's the, the, the hardest thing. And, and this is where I come with that empathy is that um, it does cripple you, but I'm also going to come with the, I'm not going to enable you. So how can we get out of that crippling state is you got to start following people like the leases of the world and stop and start unfollowing people that don't make you feel that great. And that's actually no qualm against the other people that you're unfollowing. I share this in when I, when I uh, teach social media, I say, if I'm crippling you, if I'm crippling you from my message or, you know, you feel like I got it all together from what I'm saying, unfollow me, please. Mm -hmm. Because that's not serving you, you know? And it doesn't mean that it's you're less, the person's less of a person. So note that, note that guys, they may have gotten my advice and that's why you got one less follower. It's not personal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So exactly what you mean. And after we did that exercise, and when you were like, you answered it completely wrong. Yes. And then I was like, oh, I guess the light bulb went off. I was like, I'm loving, I'm driven, yeah. I'm compassionate. And then that was a little bit of a self-check for me. Like, is that the emotions that you're feeling when you're reading my messages? And are you connecting with that? And yeah, there's so much noise in this world. And it's like, how do you cut through that noise? Being, people always want to know that. How do I, how do people see my posts more and want to yeah. like my posts more? It's like, how do you want to cut through the noise? Be yourself. Mm. You know? I and I that. think that was huge where you were saying, you know, if somebody makes you feel bad or you're comparing just un it's something personal. Yeah. Just their messages aren't building you up, right? And it's like unfollow, or they don't have the same values and kind of things that you do, mm. then that might not be serving you and that might not be the best use of that social media. I can think back to an example of that. And not that I don't want to get into political because like I know it's taboo and I don't want to talk about political stuff. But if we can think back to the election mm. and there was so much drama, the US election around that. And I was like, you know, I actually ended up unfollowing a lot of people on my personal Facebook because I was like, it's not what they're posting about the election. It's the way they're treating other people. And it goes back to that value thing, right? Where I'm like, I'm seeing people bully other people. I'm seeing people yell and curse and threaten. And I'm just like, that's not my jam. Like I'm down with having your own opinion and being opinionated, yeah. But when your values are threatening and bullying and that stuff, I'm like, wow, that's not my jam, right? So, yeah. What I find interesting about that, and it's, um, you know, th there's, a, there's a whole environment thing to social media. So just to really kind of piggyback there is when you, you want to cut people out of your life, you know? So if you're on this, you know, journey of, you know, building your own business, you know, you're an entrepreneur, um, you know, you get through this phase, you're like, I need to cut these people out of my life. These negative people that don't believe in me, that understand me. 
And what's interesting is that I have done that. So I can actually give you two sides. Um, and, you know, and I know Lisa's story, she's done that too. And it's, it's not that it's right or wrong. It's just that when we start to get into a place of how can we, um, how can we go from the mature sound way, the, the high performer in us, the person that's doing the personal and the professional development and just say, how can we limit the time there? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and that goes where people in your life and then also goes for people on your social media. So if you want to limit your time to the people that aren't serving you, um, and, and, you know, don't like kind of align with what you do, that's okay. Maybe hide them, you know, whatever that is. Or, or what I like to say is like, get that tunnel vision and, and comparison comes up when, cause it's an outlet for us for not doing our life's work. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, and I think that's always a really like people are like, well, I can't stop scrolling. Well, yeah, there's definitely an addiction there for sure. Um, you know, just with the screen time, all of that. But when you're scrolling and comparing, it is definitely starting to become an outlet for you not doing your life's work. Avoidance. Yeah. Like right? huge avoidance. I want to, um, I want to dig into this if you're, you're cool with this. Um, the noise, mm-hmm. the noise on social media and how to come through it. Yes. Because, um, so just to make sure you guys know, if you have a pen and paper, um, write this one down too, but go back to it. Ask yourself that question this week. Um, you know, whenever you do your reflection or, or if you do any journaling or if you don't pick it up, that's one of the, mm. one of the tips that Lisa and I can both attest that this is huge for our development is who are you? You know, who are your values? And then ask yourself, is that how social media is being portrayed? I look at my social media every Sunday the whole week, the whole freaking week. And I say, did I show up? Did I show up like this? Did I show up like this? And, um, and you know, nine times out of 10, yeah, like I'm really pumped about it. But then there's some times I'm like, Mm-mm, I'm taking that, that, that post down. Is that like, oh, I didn't serve people? No, I just, it didn't feel my most authentic self. Yes. You know, and so, but cutting through the noise, it's like, you know, it's my cynical, you know, some comes out with the positive. <laughs> um, it's like, you know, be just who you are and everything's going to be amazing on social media. Uh, yes, it could, it's going to work. Don't get me wrong. But let's get to a place to how can you really cut through that noise? And something that I'm doing differently, and it's um, one of those, um, I guess you could say grueling, but very rewarding for the growth um, because not a lot of people are doing it. And um, there's a lot of ways that you can do social media. And, and frankly, I, I find myself very fulfilled um, and very much knowing that I'm serving people on social media when I go from what I like to call these three S's. Mm. And there's three S's to social media on how to be authentic. And so um, this is something where I've just gone through a lot of trial and error with it. And, and you know, I, I've learned from a lot of people like the Gary V's of the world, the Gator Vayne Shocks, um, Jenna Quincher, I'm obsessed with her. Um, and I, I, honestly, when I think about social media, I just go to those two. So find that too. Like find mm-hmm. those mentors for you. Like Lisa's your mentor to live this empowered life, this business coaching. Like find those couple people in your life not the 800s. It's not going to serve you because one person could be like, you need to get eight hours of sleep and sleep. And then someone's going to be like, you need 12 hours of sleep. You're like, what do I do? And it's like, go somewhere where it's actually going to, you know, be conducive for you. So Mm -hmm. the three S's um, I share is um, storytelling. So the first S is storytelling. Um, This is something where you're like, well, I don't have a, a really cool story. Well, of course you don't because you just said that. (laughs) But second, it's just, how can we become this person that is storytelling opposed to 
you need to lose weight. You're going to get this kind of energy. It's going to be this, 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 and this, and that. And, and, and does that serve for sure? That serves in a way the, the listing off of what you can give people. But those are, like I said, those are tactics and those are always going to be interchangeable. Um, but if you're looking to get someone to connect with you, yeah. it's going to be through that storytelling. And I'm a perfect testament. And so is Lisa is that we didn't grow out of the womb knowing the story. I barely knew how to post on social media. My first post for my health and fitness journey as a coach um, was um, a picture of my DVD and my shake. And so when someone says you shouldn't do that, I'm like, really? I was like, because that was my first one and it got me to here. And so, you know, and so now that's my story. So when I talk about social media, I'm able to say that when people look at me, by the way, I, I appreciate you calling me the expert, but when I am like, no, 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 I got a lot to learn, but I'm always, I appreciate that, but it's, um, you know, we're always in that growth period. Yes. And, but yeah, there's a story there now. I can talk about how now I'm able to teach hundreds of women how to do social media, but yet my first post was a shake and a, and a DVD that added no value. Mm-hmm. So it's always one of those things where those things in your life are, are, you know, you're wondering. So if you're in the hard right now, the confusing in your, in your, your, your uh, career, um, like your entrepreneur endeavors, know that it's valuable. Mm-hmm. It's going to be there for a story. And so I find myself in like my hard times now, like I'm not like jumping out of bed and being like, yes, I freaking failed today. This is super hard. I can't wait. Like I'm doing like, you know, the, the running man, like, no, I'm not saying that or doing that, but I do have this underlining gut feeling that I'm like, this is going to be valuable one day. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. And I think it's when I got out of that, which is huge is the story moves people. Mm. Like when you just talk about the deliverables, I have a shake, I have a DVD, I could teach you social media, I could this, I could that. People are like, yeah, that's great. And they Everyone can do that. Everyone can do that. But yeah. when you tell a story around my first post, you know, was this, and now I'm able to, because I've tried and I tried hard and I studied and I mastered them, still mastering and I'm still trying to get better and I'm dedicated to it and I don't let it cripple me and I show up every day and I reevaluate on Sundays. Like these are all, we talk about the high performance lifestyle, you know, these are all habits and high performance habits and routines that you've created to not only evaluate yourself, but then get better. And I think I that. That piece of the way you tell a moving story and the way you identify those highs and lows is creating those habits around exactly what you're doing, the evaluation, the rewriting, the vowing to make it better the next week or that trial and error kind of process. Because like you said, there really is no right or wrong. At the time, you knew to post your shake and a DVD. And it wasn't that you were like making a conscious decision to not give value. You just didn't know any better. Right. Yeah. That's that's where I think people need to, you know, give themselves some grace there and some peace because I don't believe any of us, especially entrepreneurs, people that are out and serving, I don't believe you're making a conscious effort to not give value. That line right there is amazing. Um, It's just now, has it been working for you just to sell on social media? Just sell, 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 sell. Don't get me wrong. We'll talk about that. That needs to happen, you know, Mm -hmm. but, um, but has that been serving you? before you get on before you're asking for someone to join your community and get, um, get into one of your programs or products, whatever that is, have you legitimately said, I've given them enough value? Yeah. I will say that to people. I will say, 
I have not given you enough value. I understand why you don't want to come in yet. Yeah. I'm ready to continue to do that because that's where the, the service mindset comes in. And um, uh, I believe it's something that you can learn, that service mindset. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but it's it's something that if you don't inherit early early on or now, it's going to be very hard for you to be in the longevity of this, you know? Yes. Yeah. Someone once said to me that the size of your paycheck is equal to the service that you give. And it's like, mm -hmm. if you're not getting paid, you're not serving enough and you're not giving enough. Mm -hmm. And that always stuck with me. That always stuck with me. Jeez, I, love right? I love that. So and the other piece I want to say before you go on to your next ask, because it was so good. <laughs> you're talking about, you know, like, you, you don't, you didn't let it cripple you. Yeah. And I think that piece is huge because whether you're in business or whether you're just trying to get better in your health or your relationships or whatever it is you're trying to master, I think that's the other piece is that we do let it cripple us when we worry about, is it perfect? Is it right? Did I say it? Like if you would have never made, if you were like, I don't know how to make a post about health and fitness. Yeah, maybe your first post was a shake and a DVD, but you got out there and yeah. you, you did something. It might have not been the best action you could have taken. Yeah. At that time, it was the best action you could have taken because you did something. So I think we should reward the effort when people are getting out there. So what? You put a post out there and it didn't get any likes. You still had the courage and the guts to tell a piece of your story and to put it out there and to show people who you are. And I think that's a piece in that storytelling. It's like people are like, oh, I don't know what story. I don't know how to make it perfect. I don't know how to say it. I don't know this. I don't know that. It's like, don't let it cripple you. The only way you, you, you get better is by trying, right? And it's, you know, what's interesting is that, you know, it's all perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, someone can look at my social media and be like, uh-uh. <laughs> like it's, I'm not into it. And that's perfect because that's, that's what, why we have this melting pot of this world. And, you know, and you don't need to service millions to make an impact. And I think that's yeah. something that did early on, frankly, cripple me is that I, I was looking at the number and I have to reference it again, is that I really only needed to look one is greater than zero. From Gary Vee, like I, that line has stuck with me for years now because, um, you know, I was sharing the other day, uh, you know, with a, with a client of mine. And I said, um, if I have more than one person tell me they found a value to that subject that I just talked about real quick on Instagram stories, um, or in a post and they want to hear more about it, you be, you will definitely bet I'm doing a podcast on that. Yeah. It's only because it's just one will service, um, thousands, you know? And so it's just, what I find is, you know, really hard for people is, is that they don't know who they are. Mm -hmm. and, and that's why I really want you guys to go back to that because they don't know who they are is because there's a lot of, you know, suffering beliefs that are keeping them there. And there's also some people in their life that are also telling them that this is who you are. Yes. So step up and say, no, 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 this is what I'm going to go do. Mm-hmm. 100%. Okay, what's the second S? Yeah, the second S actually does a lot to do with what we've been talking about, so it's good. So it's share the process. Um, so Lisa and I are in a, in, a, in, a, in a field that we do give a lot of advice, you know, and I, and I it's interesting. Someone referred to me uh, a couple weeks ago as a life coach, and I was just like, that's why I call myself, you know, a breakthrough coach or an, empower, or an empathetic empowerment coach. And it sounds super, super fluffy and super, super not real and not something you get an education for either. Um, <laughs> but I'm 31 years young, you know, I'm not, 
I don't, I haven't lived all of life. <laughs> so, um, I mean, frankly, I started living it maybe seven years ago, maybe. Um, and, and just know this on a psychological level, like for women, our frontal lobes aren't fully developed until 25. And I was like, Oh, that's a huge sigh of relief. I was like, cause that was rough. <laughs> the frontal lobe is like your emotions, your behavior, your decision-making. All of it. Huge. Yeah. It's huge. That's why it's such full circle moments when I'm serving women that are like that 23, 24 years old. And I'm like, holy crap. Do you have any idea? Like, where you're at right now and how much far ahead you will be, you know? Yeah, so your frontal lobe is like the filter. I yeah. always see you either have the filter, like people that take strokes later in life, I only know it's because of my nursing background, but yeah. I see it with like frontal lobe dementia or they have frontal lobe yeah. issues. It's like they lose the filter. They mm. lose their thinking. They lose the reasoning. It's like the frontal lobe is your filter. And like you said, you're like, you don't even like, it's not even developed yet. So you're not even seeing what I'm seeing or you're seeing it differently than the way I'm seeing it. Yeah. Right. It's huge. It's huge. And that's where the, the, the sharing the process um, piece is, is, is massive because as much as like we can give advice because of our learnings, because what we, it's from our learnings, it's from our process. Mm -hmm. um, and so the more we share our process, meaning sharing the behind the scenes, you know, and I know that sounds quote unquote elementary, but sharing the behind the scenes of how you created your, your program. I share the behind the scenes of what, what my podcast room was from start to finish, you know, um, because that's, a, that's a process because I'm, I'm sharing this, maybe someone on my, on my Instagram stories, maybe they don't want to do a podcast, but maybe they do want to start their own business or maybe they do want to have that hard conversation and they're feeling muffled and not perfect. And it's like, Hey, this is really how it happens because I've always yearned for this in my process is like, I just want to see what people looked like before they became successful. And then I'm like, Oh, I'm doing it. <laughs> so I'm sharing it. And, and success is also relative as well. Yeah. 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 Because you know, when, um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because success has nothing to do with happiness. You know, I'm, you know, uh, I'm going to reference this person, um, Sean Anker, S A or S H A W N and then anchor A N C H O R. I totally am sounding like my dad right now. Like I'm on a phone, like Ellen. It's funny. My stepmom like heard me do this one time and I was describing, she's like, you're just like your dad. I'm like, well, yeah. How are they going to know? Like, <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, Sean anchor, I was just at this conference recently and you know, he's talked about like how opposite happiness and success are. And we've heard it before, but yet, how are you know are you in that process of at least getting more happiness versus seeing that success that quote unquote Lisa or I have or other people on your social media um and that's where I'm going to bring it back to the comparison is when we compare you know we are just having an outlet of not doing our own work mm -hmm. you know for personal and professional level so that sharing the process is huge and and people want to see the behind the scenes you know so when lisa talks about my dancing and my pizza and my dogs like that's my behind the scenes because i yes want to be known for someone that helps people you know serve with balance um you know serve them on a, a health a fitness and a mindset but i am just as excited maybe a little bit more when someone says to me 
uh, you know, tags me in like a crazy dance movie or, or, or video, tags me in like this pizza shirt or tags me, you know, and, and, and uh, like I saw it's like, it's a shirt, it says Biggie. And then the, the little girl, the little girl has smalls. I'm like, can't we're going to wait to get that when I have a baby, <laughs> you know? And so yeah, that kind of stuff is, is sharing the process of your life because we can knock reality TV all we want. I've never knocked it, and I always wonder why I had an unhealthy obsession with it. Totally Kim Kardashian fan. You may hate <laughs> a little bit after this, but seriously, because they did it right. They yeah. did marketing right. You may hate her. You may love her. Whatever it is, they did it right because they're marketing the behind the scenes, the process. Yeah. And so I really hope you don't hate me after that comment. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> So that's the process. Yeah, process. Yeah, it's huge. It makes you relatable. It makes you real. When they're like, you're a health and fitness coach, but you eat pizza. Huh? Right? It makes you real. I remember the one time I did a video on like having, like there was like something really emotional that happened in my life. And I was like, I went and I like ate ice cream like right after. And it was like, I was an emotional mess. I was like, I went in my kitchen because this upset me. And I went over and I downed the ice cream and then I felt shameful. And I shared this whole like experience that happened. And I had so many people that were like, wow, you struggle too. And I'm like, of course I struggle. But that was a gut check to me that I'm like, maybe I'm appearing too perfect on social media. And maybe I need to share a little bit more. You know, I need to get that courage to share those struggles because people were like, it was so refreshing to see that you're human and you struggle too and you're not bulletproof and these things upset you. And I'm like, damn, like that was just such a, you know, a gut check moment to be like, yeah, you, you know, the behind the scenes is huge because that's the true picture of who you are. Cause you're not trying to filter it. You're just, this is behind the scenes. This is it. Right. I love it because, um, well, cause we put this all, um, this authority hat on and, you know, you know, I bet Lisa has, has referenced before Brendan Bouchard, um, our mentor love him and he's recently started sharing the process. Yeah. He's been in the business for 20 years, coaching for 10. Um, and he even shares this and he's, and he has a 36 minute video out right now on YouTube and you see him sick. And I said to someone yesterday, I'm like, I never want Brendan to be sick. I love him so much. I was like, but it did make me feel a little bit more human. (laughs) People are like, how the heck do you keep the schedule that you keep and serve in the masses of the way that he serves and like never get sick, never be ill, never be upset, never be frustrated. (laughs) you know, no shirt on, bundled in bed, like sniffling, right? And it's like, I remember the one, the, the interview we did with Marie Forleo, his nose is like bright yes. red. Did you notice that? I was like, oh my Bad God. Ones. Yeah. And he literally says, like, I was so sick when I did that interview, you know, but you're like, oh, okay. Traveling does take its toll on you the way it takes its toll on me. Like, it gets, yeah. you're relatable. You're 100% What's so interesting about that piece right there? And, um, you know, if you guys ever get to follow me, um, I'm sharing that process. I'm traveling for the next two weeks. Mm. And, um, this time of year, I usually burn out. And I remember at high performance Academy, Brendan asked us, um, who, who was burnt out? And I raised my hand. Like I was prideful. Like I was like, yeah, me. And then I'm like, Ooh, wait, that shouldn't yeah. be that prideful. And then he asked us our number, right? Yeah. 
And I, and I wrote it down and I was like, oh, I'm not so proud anymore. And then I waited for my number and number four, I was number four. I, I can distinctly realize, notice every single year I burn out at least four times a year. And this is one of them. And so um, I'm, I'm sharing that process on social media, especially with entrepreneurs, you know, and, and I even said to you, Lisa, I was just like, I hope you're not burning out. I was like, because <laughs> I just love you so much. And, and I'm going to share that. Um, I'm like, I'm getting up at 9am when I usually get up at five, you know, and, and I'm about to be on West coast, I'm East coast, West coast schedule. And I'm like, and it triggered for me today. I was just like, perfect. I'm going to be accustomed to their schedule when I go out there, you know, it's, I'll get up at six, you know? And so it's just, it's really interesting where you start that process. And, and I'm in a slower season when, you know, I, I describe myself as who I am as I'm driven and this slower season, I, I know it's going to serve me because it's, going to show that process, you know, people want to see that like social media Mm -hmm. is for social reasons. People want, I know Brendan was even saying that's why he's doing vlogging and things now because like people want, like he made that video. People want to see his life. They want to more than I am the number one best selling this and that. I mean, and kudos to him. He's, he's the best mentor. He's incredible, but it's like people want to see a different dimension of him. And that's what social media can show a different dimension of you. There are multiple dimensions of you, which is huge, right? You had a trigger for me because when these things come up, it's because um, self-healing beliefs come up and, and, and I know someone else is feeling this. So you, you share your process. Well, we hear about the Brendan's, we hear about Lisa and I's life, you know, um, and like we travel, we do these things. But then what's interesting is like, well, well who cares about my process? Like half the time I'm just literally behind my desk and, and just... Mm. She's shooting away. Um, There is one person that does. And there's a reason why, like I said, one greater than zero. Like there's a reason why you've chosen to be on this online forum or an entrepreneur way um, or just even just bettering yourself wherever you're at. People do need to see that. And I always like to say I'm in my own small virtual side of the world. And there's seven, what, seven billion people in this world. Number maybe up. I'm not sure. But Mm-hmm. numbers or geography um <laughs> but billion people in this world but yet we still find ourselves saying who cares about our process and that's where um i challenge you and say there is one more person so are you okay with serving one person at a time or do you need to serve all those seven billion because one services you and others and one actually cripples you and and keeps you at the same mm. so that's my last s is the stillness Mm. Um, and, and I, I, first off, it's, it's someone that's doing an online program out there, an entrepreneur, it's always good to keep things where like three S's you'll hear Lisa do this all the time. Like she did it on my podcast and I'm like, it's good to remember, but they, they all are needed. So I say stillness because what's coming up in your silence. And I was thinking about this today when I was doing, so I do, like at home workouts and I also do like a bar three class or I'll go to a hot yoga. And I find that when people say to me, like, I don't want to do at home workouts or I don't want to do yoga. And it kind of just triggered for me today. I'm like, Oh, they don't want to sit in their stillness mm-hmm. because you're alone at home, you know? And so you're not, you know, seeing like the meatheads and the people like, you know, doing whatever, no jock in the media as I used to be one. Um, actually, yeah. um, so, but, um, you know, yeah, anyways, I'm not going to go there, but it's, it's, I could totally keep on going. I'm just not going to go. It had actually nothing to do with meatheads actually, but it, anyways, um, the, the stillness is, um, uh, 
we're in this, this world of the go, go, go and all these distractions and all this constant is that when you want to really be authentic on social media, um, you do need that time in the morning or at night or midday. And, and so how does that come up? comes up in meditation. Oh, I don't do meditation. Okay, cool. Um, it comes up in journaling. Oh, I don't do that either. Um, well, all right. Well, it comes up when you need it to come up because this one right here, I probably listened to for about two years into my process. I've been on seven years um, of this this improvement. The last four years where action actually took place. And what I mean is I actually have an online forum, you know, empowering women. I was just doing like some hard work on me before that. And the stillness was the scariest part, you know, and, and, you know, it's a big reason why I didn't want to go to therapy. It's a big reason why, um, you know, I didn't want to sit in meditation because I was afraid what was going to come up. So you may need to hear this today, or you may need to hear it four more million times like I did. Um, but know that it's, it's in your place for a reason because what comes up is, is exactly how you, you're going to show up on social media. And that was my biggest shift. Um, when it was about two years ago, really a year, I would say. Um, but really this last year is just like, oh, I'm not going to post like I've been posting or how, or actually how I've been seeing. And that's actually no knock at anyone else. It's just, that's just coming up in my stillness, you know? Mm. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. I'm like, keep going. Oh, it's so <laughs> it is true though. It is true. Like the scariest thing is sitting with yourself and sitting mm -hmm. with your thoughts. And it's like they talk about at night. It's true. Your, your thoughts and your worries always become so much bigger at night because you're lying in bed yeah. just with yourself, just with your mind. You know, if you suffer from insomnia, it's like that's what it is. Like you can't turn your brain off yeah. because you're sitting there in stillness. So that constant scrolling, like you said, that avoidance, it's like they're constantly trying to fuel their mind with what's this? What's that a picture of? Whose video is this? Whose kids are that? What are they doing here? What's this? Uh, like, you know, crazy video, squirrel. Uh, uh. It's like... You don't want to just sit and be, but like, yeah. that's where the magical moments happen, where you think about what you need, where you think about how you're feeling, right? Where you hone in on those intrinsic values that we talked about. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, so what, what would be your advice then to people that are like, I can't sit still. I don't do the stillness thing. Tell me. You know, what's interesting is, um, um, I was actually going to say to that, it was a great question because, um, I think it is healthy for you to scroll um, and veg out that so mm -hmm. to speak. And, but um, you just got to be cognitive of it. Mm -hmm. so if you can't sit still, just know from this, this point, first off, if you're on this podcast right now, you are like, you're listening like quite a bit in. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the 50 minute mark. We're like rocking this battle. Yeah, and so, so I, I applaud you for that. You know, you come this far, so you're doing good, but um, maybe it's someone that you're, you're mentoring. So that's also another one is, um, if you can't sit still, um, honor that this is just the season, but there's going to be um, a breaking point for you. Um, and that's, you know, a big thing I teach in my breakthrough blueprint. You're going to have this breaking point um, and you're either going to need to say the same, which is the definition of insanity, mm -hmm. um, if you're not seeing the results you want, um, or you're going to make that shift. And um, the shift is going to come small. You know, you're going to do a meditation once a month. <laughs> so I'll be real with you. And, and it's, it is. And then now all of a sudden, like, I'm able to do 21 days of meditation. And I'm like, what the heck? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'll give you a tactic here, the Calm app. The Calm app is the best 
um, one I've seen um, where it's a free app where you could pay for an upgrade and it's just, it guides you to get to that stillness and what they say in there is to not judge those feelings. So don't judge your stillness of saying like, I got to get this done with the laundry. I got to go do this with, with the, um, my business. I got to do this, this, this. That's okay. Cause it will get better and something will come from it. Um, I think a therapeutic way, uh, I, I actually, I share uh, that I don't believe uh, working out is the best when you're going through really, really, really hard times. I'm saying it's not, not saying it, you shouldn't do it. This is a little like rogue. It's just that you are suppressing um, your feelings because you're getting, because what's happening is that your, your, your cortisol levels um, are really low. And so you're depressed, you're, you know, all these things. And then, and then you get that dopamine you're like, you're jacked. Yes. I'm awesome. But what I will say is that if you run or do cardio, just be cognitive of it. And some really freaking awesome stuff comes up, you know, mm-hmm. because I teach this now and, 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 you know, Lisa, you can touch on this too. It's like, um, I love the dopamine rush. I'm, we're getting her and I are getting it right now. Um, but I'm also really much an advocate on the serotonin of how can we keep that longevity, you know, of just that connection um, to what we're doing. Uh, there's, you know, I've been doing social media coaching for four years and I hope we'll do it for 40 because of the serotonin level I get from it. You know, just the longevity, the connection piece of all of it. So yeah. fall in love with that. Falling in love with something in your social media slash the way you show up for who you are is pretty freaking fantastic. Mm. I think you said it to me before we hopped on here. You were like, how do you rest your head at night and feel okay? Mm. And isn't that a good gut check? Yeah. Right? With that? Yeah. I love it. I love it. So we got the three S's, storytelling, because you want to move people, show behind the scenes process, people can connect with you and that you're authentic and you're real. And lastly, the stillness, allow yourself that peace, allow yourself that time to just sit in those thoughts with no judgment, whatever those thoughts are, because that's what's going to get you to that next breakthrough. That's what's going to, you know, people are always like, I don't know where to find the answers. I don't know what to do next. It's like, when you sit in stillness, the answers, you already know the answers. The answers come up for you, right? You just have to, yeah. We really are, you know, but what's great is like, I'll have calls with women, you know, with my one-on-one coaching. And what's beautiful is like, I just had to be the facilitator. They simply came it up with it. And I recognize that. I'm like, we need to celebrate this. And, you know, it's, the, you just, you know, with the, the resting your head, you know, and just the grace and the peace at the end of every single one of my solo podcasts, I'll say this is give yourself grace for yesterday, peace for today and a plan for tomorrow. Mm. We live in a society that we're not doing enough of grace and peace because it's just like, Hey, we got to go. We got to make things happen. This is just life. Cool. Agreed. I completely agree, especially perspective. And so I look at the piece of, um, we do, there, there's a lot of harder things out in this world. You know, if you are listening to this podcast right now, you are very fortunate. You have electricity, you have access to an iPhone. I completely agree that there is harder things out there in life. But what I do say is this, and this is about who you are and how you show up on, um, authentically in social media in your life is perspective needs to be in your life. But guess what? If it's not making you feel good and, and, and also, um, progressing you, we need to go look at it as, are you validating yourself enough? So that grace and that peace, are you letting that time happen 
and then get to perspective because that's where the gratitude comes and then you'll be able to release to be able to get it out to the world. That's where a lot of stuff is being produced. A lot, a lot. And those people have those steps backwards. So say it one more time, have grace for the past. So it's, um, so I, I, I framework it. So in the sense of like the, where to really kind of get some action though, it's like, um, is the validation perspective and then release it out into the world. You know what you want to do. But my motto is give yourself grace for yesterday, peace for today and a plan for tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. I love that. I think I just, I'm like, I just want to cut right there because that's like, oh, it was so stinking beautiful and wonderful and real. And if you missed it, guys, Kim gave you a challenge. She challenged you to, to post, to post more, to post that small virtual side of you that you might think nobody's going to notice and nobody cares about. Post it because what do you say? One is better than none. Gary Vee, one is better than one. Zero. It's true. It's true. And there's no greater feeling than when somebody does come to you or you find out that you have impacted a life or you just, even if it's so simple as somebody smiled because they saw something that you posted or said, it's the best feeling in the world to know that you've brightened somebody's day, like somebody's day and you've done that. Just you, you being authentic and being yourself. And man, like now more than ever, do we need podcasts like this? Do we need people like Kim in our life? Y'all need to have Kim in your life. Kim, how can they connect with you? What's the best way? So, um, social media. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, I have my website, um, Kim K, as in Kim, Kim K Gorski, G-O-R-S-K-I.com. And then, of course, on all channels, Kim K Gorski um, or Kim Gorski is there. So Instagram, Facebook is where I, like, really kind of hang out. Um, yeah. And I'd love to connect more with your tribe and just in the sense of just giving them a little of that, that perspective that, like, hey, you're doing a freaking awesome job. Yeah, we, we need more of that in this world. Women supporting women and just keeping it real and being positive and seeing how blessed we really are. So, ah, Kim, incredible. Thank you so much for spending this last hour. I think we were together almost an hour here. So, and we could have kept going, eh? We could have kept. Oh, I love A. I love that. Give hey, me that's a Canadian. <laughs> I'm originally from PA, but that's the Canadian in me, right? So, so beautiful. So wonderful. Um, go give... Biggie Smalls, Jada Kiss, and Dr. Dre, a hug and a kiss here for babies from all of us listening and all of us out there. And you freaking rock. I love you so much. Thank love you, guys. Thank you. You're the best. So check her out. All right. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Empowered Life Podcast. For more free business and health training, go to www.lisapizik.com.